Let's continue our daily Bible reading for today, for Friday, the uh, 5th of November, as we continue in the account of the life of, of Joseph and, and his brothers uh, and his father, uh, Jacob. So we're in chapter 47 of Genesis right now, and it comes to uh, the point when uh, Joseph now has his father and, and all the rest of his family there in Egypt. And I want you to notice just how much God has blessed Joseph, how, how this has been a you know, what, what Joseph saw in the vision, in the dream when he was much younger is really coming true. And God's working that out. He's working it out among sinful people. Obviously, the sin of Joseph's brothers uh, who want to kill him first and then sell him into slavery. Uh, Joseph certainly isn't without sin either. He's not perfect, uh, just like you and I are not perfect. Uh, but yet God is working in his life. And and all those things that God said would happen, that his brothers would bow down to him, that that he would be above them. Um, God's going to work out, but it's going to work out in God's way. God, uh, Joseph is above them in a good way, in a blessing kind of way. And fortunately, Joseph, by faith, is recognizing that and now seeing he has a great responsibility that God has brought him where he's at now so that he can now be a blessing to his brothers and to his father. He's brought him into a position, too, of forgiveness as well. And it's a great lesson for us to learn, too. Uh, Joseph doesn't forgive them because they deserve forgiveness. He forgives them because God has forgiven him. Um, all over in Scripture, when we're told to forgive others, it's always as God has forgiven us. Think of the Lord's Prayer, too. In the Lord's Prayer, we first ask God to forgive us, and then we say, we promise, and because we've been forgiven now, we forgive others. We don't do it because they deserve it. We do it because Christ Jesus died for them, too. Because he died for us, we have forgiveness through him. That's what motivates us both to love. We love God because he first loved us and then to forgive uh, along with that. So as Joseph, as Joseph brings all the rest of his family to Egypt, notice they get a settle. Uh, verse 1 in verse 40, chapter 47 says they settle in their own land, in the land of Goshen. They're given that land. God has blessed Joseph so much. Pharaoh has recognized that. And God has given many earthly blessings to Joseph and to his families then through Joseph too. Uh, Pharaoh even says, your servants, um, or, or jo Joseph says to, to Pharaoh uh, that your servants are shepherds. And so Pharaoh gives him a good land where shepherds can go. But notice what also, Pharaoh recognizes that whatever Joseph does really is prospered. And he says at the end of that uh, uh, that paragraph, at the end of verse, verse 6, he says, and uh, if you know of any other able men, put them in charge of my livestock too. Pharaoh's learned that lesson very well. So Jacob, when he gets a chance to meet Pharaoh, says of his life in verse 9, he says, few and evil have been the days of the years of my life. Remember Joseph's that heel grabber. He was grabbing his brother's heel from the very beginning. There's been turmoil in his life between him and his brother Esau. Uh, there was turmoil in his life between him and his father-in-law. Uh, who switched his daughters on uh, uh, on Joseph on on the wedding nights, and uh, um, so that's or on, on uh, I'm sorry Jacob on on the wedding night. So we see that it certainly was, but but uh, Jacob has brought much of that upon himself. That's why God calls us to live according to His commands. His commandments are if if you go against them, what you're going to do is you're going to bring turmoil in your life, turmoil between you and me. God says, and turmoil between others. And that's why we want to follow his ways, because it's truly a blessed way. Remember the Psalms when we're reading through the Psalms. You know, blessed is the man who takes delight in God's law, who looks at the statutes of God, who follows God's ways. Um, that's truly a blessing to follow of those ways. That's why God tells us to do that. 
God doesn't give us his commands or the commandments because he wants to throw around his power. No, he commands us just as you commanded your children when they were younger. You said, because if you go against this, you're going to bring harm to yourself. It's going to it's going to be bad for you. We need to put you in the right way. The commands that we give are those boundaries to protect um, and to give us direction, which we need so much in our life. And the Ten Commandments are those for us, along with God's other commands. So notice it says in um, in verse 10, then, God does this incredible reversal. Pharaoh is blessed by Jacob. The greater is blessed by the lesser. Who is Jacob in, in the scheme of the things in the world? And yet that's the way God continues to work. You and I become a blessing to others by living out our Christian faith. It doesn't mean we're always blessed in that. It, there's going to be turmoil. Uh, there's going to be challenges there too, uh, but there is great blessing too. And and so Jacob blesses Pharaoh, incredible reversal there. And then we read uh, beginning at verse 13 on in the rest of the chapter, how Joseph continues to be a good steward of the power that he has been given and how God continues to do, to bless uh, the people around Joseph because Joseph had this dream and knew about the famine and had them save up all this, all this grain now, verse 14 says, Joseph gathered up all the money that was found in the land of Egypt. In other words, Joseph did, didn't give it away for free. There's probably a lesson here for us, too, um, that, that we don't just give everything away for free. We, we, uh, uh, we need to make others be good stewards of what they have. So to take something for that uh, is not a bad thing. It helps them to be, that person to be better, to earn what they get. Uh, Joseph doesn't talk they're charged him in a usurious kind of a way, um, but he does make them accountable for what they have. And here's how bad it got. First of all, it's money. Then in verse 16, when they come to Joseph again, we've run out of money and we've run out of food. Now uh, Joseph takes livestock in return for taking care of them and, and blessing them so that they don't starve. And then verse 19 says, now it came to be their land as well. And finally, in verse 21, when they come back to him yet again and they run out of rough food again and they're going to starve, uh, Joseph demands of them that they become servants um, uh, to work, to work for what they get uh, and to do that. And then in the end, verse 24 says, um, they, they are responsible for giving a fifth of what they make to Pharaoh. So again, uh, to uh, um, uh, request or to, to demand accountability for what, we what we've received from God is really the lesson that we learned there. So the end of the chapter reminds us that Jacob is getting up in years. He's 147 years old. And so he makes uh, Joseph promise uh, that, that, uh, um, that Joseph will take him and bury him, not in Egypt, but back in his homeland, back to uh, where his, his fathers had been buried. And, um, um, and he makes that promise. And notice uh, that promise comes about with, uh, with the, uh, the visual, if you will, or the physical sign of that promise where Joseph puts his hand under the thigh of Jacob. So the thigh being the biggest bone of uh, position of power, but the upper thigh being close to the to the power of man where our reproductive organ is at. You know what I mean by that. Um, saying this is something that we take very seriously, uh, but a powerful thing these covenants are that we make with each other and how our word needs to be our word. And we back that up. Uh, we are to be people who are accountable uh, for what we say uh, and, and to keep our word. Uh, God keeps his word to us. We're called to keep that uh, as well. And we'll read more about that when we get into chapter 48. So God bless you as you continue to read in his word.